Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Childhood Remastered, the show where we go back and look at all the shows that we used to watch when we were kids, uh, back in the late 80s, mid-80s, early 90s, and see if they're really worth a damn. Um, or not. Or not, which is, you know, all too often the case. So, um, today, I'm your, uh, I'm your host, Sean uh, Coca. And I'm Chris. And today, we are going to be looking at The Legend of Zelda. The Triforce of Wisdom, Link. The evil wizard Ganon has the Triforce of Power. Show uh, obviously based off of the video game of the same name, and uh, the show, from what I can remember, I, I have fond memories of this show. Um, I remember that it was part of the Mar- Super Mario Brothers Super Show um, that I think was. On five days a week, the the Mario Brothers show was on five days a week. Yeah, I, I remember watching it a lot as a kid, and I really like it as a kid. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and there were cereal. And oh, the cereal! The cereal. <laughs> that was the great thing about the show is that the show had like um, lead-ins yeah, for the well, products. So Monday yeah. through Monday through Thursday, it was it was uh, Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and then on Fridays it was. Zelda. That's how that's how it worked. Yeah. And then the cereal, the Nintendo cereal was one was it was I thought it was so cool, but really I just know that now it was half Mario Brothers, half Zelda. There's yeah, it's like a two, box with like a divider. It yeah. had two bags in it. Yeah. And I, like two half bags and yeah. they charge you like double price. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was so cool, but turns out that it's actually you only get half the the food. Yeah, when I was cereal. A, when I was a kid, I was always bitter and mad that I could never get the cereal. My parents let me have it one time, and I thought I have bad parents because they wouldn't let me have the cereal. And now, as an adult, especially one with my own kids, I'm thinking, man, my parents are smart. And I was a dumbass little kid. All I wanted was a dumb cereal, and, and, and it wasn't even that good. It was like Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, if I remember. Yeah. Like the flavor was. That's all it really was. I mean. Actually, I think if I remember right, the Gremlins cereal was better. But oh, Gremlin, I, ne- I never Gremlins <laughs> I never it, had Gremlins. Cereal. Gremlins is a something we may cover later. So yeah, well, okay. So um, the uh, the show, if if anyone's ever seen the DVD, the box set, it's it's not that long. The whole show is what twenty episodes, thirteen, thirteen. Oh, how, how many episodes was Firefly? Spo- so spoiler, it felt like like 40 but <laughs> how many episodes was firefly like 12 there's it was, 14 it's only one season it's 14 episodes it leaves right? on a cl- yeah firefly leads on a it finishes on a cliffhanger not, i don't want to get not ma- angry that, so yeah. let's not talk not about that firefly. i'm not yeah. that i'm comparing firefly to Let, yeah, legend of zelda let's not all. do that at all so, so the premise the premise of the show is i and i was thinking about this the other day because I had the same thought as you when I, b- before we started watching it. Is I remember the show being pretty damn cool as, as a kid. You know, it came out in 1989. I was actually it came out the show. Um, the show came yeah, out. Yeah, the show. I was gonna say because the game came out in '86 and, and it came out in the U.S. in '87. So so it came um, out two years after it came out in America. The two years after uh, the game came out in America. Right, and by then the the second game was actually already out. Yeah. So there's a, there's a few things where the it's mostly based around like the first game, but there's a few things like there's a few that are actually based around uh, the second. But you know, well, so there's not much. So what I what I was what I was getting at is that is that as a kid, I was a Nintendo kid. You know, you, yeah. As oh, yeah. a kid, yeah. as uh, children, children nowadays don't 
have the same thing that we had when we were kids where you were either a Nintendo household or you were a Sega household. That was it. You were one or the other. Yeah. Well, it, unless you were like that one asshole kid in your neighborhood. The, the rich was, kid? Yeah, the rich kid who had both. And then you would like make friends with him even though you didn't like him just so you could play as Sega. Yeah. Um, I was very definitely a Nintendo kid. Or I had your the, parents would wait until they could pick up a, a, a used system at like a video game. At like a... <laughs> <laughs> like an uh, like rental uh, electronics store and buy, yeah. buy one of those like four years after it came out. Yeah. So. I was very much a Nintendo. Were you Nintendo? I was okay. I was NES. I did not do SNES until later. I was, really? I went, yeah, I went regular Nintendo to Sega. Oh. Which was a weird switch up because that, then there was like characters that I wasn't all that, like Sonic and stuff that I, I mean, I was playing Sonic like in the mid 90s and I was like, What's the backstory, you know? See, I had to go um, to my neighbor's house to play Sonic. I didn't do Super Nintendo until later. I was like, um, N64 was coming out and I purchased a Super. Mm. <laughs> so, well, so I, I went, I had Nintendo. It's actually, it was, it was, my dad got it as a birthday present. I remember this. My dad got it as a birthday present. And from what I remember, he didn't want it. So he gave it to me and I was very young. And he gave it to me. I remember playing Mario, Zelda, you know, super young age. And so as a kid, because this show came out when I was seven, six or seven, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, the show came out when we were six or seven, and it wasn't syndication for a little bit too, wasn't it? The Mario Brothers show. Yeah, they'd done like syndication later, like into the early nineties. Yeah. Um, so it came so, around again, but yeah. I remember watching it when it came out, and I remember thinking how cool it was because this is one of my favorite games, and I was just, I was just that mesmerized, like you got yeah. to live in your fantasy. That yeah, you played. I was that yeah. starstruck kid. I was just, oh my god, the Link and that Zelda. And yeah, Zelda was like the second game that I ever had. Uh, I, I had, I got Super Nintendo right off the bat um, with. The, with the console, with but it was the the combo pack with um, the sports game and Duck Hunt. So I had the the, the running pad. Um, oh jeez! <laughs> uh, that you could cheat and you kneel down and you slap it with your hands. Yeah. yeah or what was it when you when you used the controller? You used either a spoon or a lighter and you just yeah yeah. So you, you, you <laughs> could cheat or you uh, you go to one of those used video game stores and you purchase a turbo controller. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you just cheat. Um, and so Zelda was like it was one of my first games too. Um, my parents actually really enjoyed these these games. My grandmother actually, uh, who's long since passed, when when the first game and uh, the Super Nintendo game uh, came out, she could beat them. Uh, she got to the point where like she could beat them. Um, she memorized the dungeon layout. She knew where all the hearts were. She knew where all the. <laughs> she even knew like what enemies would be in the next room. And she would she would go back and replay it up until like. You know, until she pa- like passed away in like 2009, she was still playing Legend of Zelda. See, I was that so, I was that kid who I was good at the games, but I would borrow my friend's Nintendo powers because I didn't know. You know, I, I would play them, but I would want to find yeah. like the secrets, and so you know, the Nintendo powers used to have the maps and stuff in them. Get well, the power. Nintendo the map was power. one of the only thing useful that like you really needed uh, to pe- to beat the first one. I mean, because really you could beat the dungeons in kind of any order as long as mm-hmm. you eventually got the. The equipment, but the the one thing that was nice was the the map for the woods to know the pattern to oh, get yeah, out, yeah, to get yeah, past yeah, the yeah. dead woods. Yeah, yeah. So the game was created by uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and Ten uh, Ten or uh, Takahashi Tezuka, and it sold six and a half million copies. It was wildly successful, and so they must have decided, hey, you know, let's market this with like a as, TV show. As with everything in the late eighties, right. early nineties, really everything from the eighties, what like nineteen eighty two onward until about the the late nineties, it's right. like we have this thing, we want to sell more of it, so let's make a cartoon. Right, and, and so what's interesting is this is only one of six occurrences in which Link ever had a voice. 
<laughs> Other than saying, a, yeah! <laughs> yeah, where he like actually had dialogue. And there's yeah. a, if you watch this show... It has to be some which, of the worst dialogue. <laughs> yeah, this, this is why uh, there is no like new Zelda. Although there's rumors that, that there may be something coming to Netflix, but Nintendo's kind of like said that it's... They've kind of neither confirmed nor denied it, so we'll see. But uh, I guess let's jump in. So the first episode. Well, called hold on. The... Let, before we jump in, okay. So the premise of the show is explained in the intro, which you, uh, every yeah. single time. So the premise of the show, and I, I was thinking about this actually uh, as I was wa- as I was rewatching it. The premise of the show is much like the premise of the game. It's very very simple. It's Link and Zelda have one Triforce. They have the Triforce of Wisdom. And Ganon, the evil wizard, has the other Triforce. Whoever has both Triforces, whoever has those both in their possession, will rule the world. Right. And so Link is protecting the Triforce of Wisdom from Ganon, who wants to get it because he wants to rule the world. That's basically the plot. Ganon right, and in a few episodes, uh, Link and Zelda try and get the other Triforce of Power. Yeah, well, um, we'll talk about that, yeah, because yeah. I have some issues with that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's um, it, the premise is very simple, but the, the catchphrase of the show is, Excuse me, princess, and it's pretty classic. Hey, excuse me, princess. Um, you know, kind of a video game lexicon to use online. Yeah, it's, you know, it's classic but, if you watched it. It's one of those, I think at this point, it's one of those ones that people kind of know, even if they didn't really watch the show. But it's it's, so it's used in every single intro to this uh, to this show. Yeah. Um, and in total, there are twenty nine occurrences over thirteen episodes where they use this catchphrase. So it's most most it's it's repeated at least in most of the episodes. At least once. Yeah, yeah, some episodes are more than others. Yeah. Um, so this episode's called the Ringer. You know, if you watch the intro, the intro is actually pretty well animated, and uh, the 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 sound effects, by the way, are super classic. They're just ripped right from the game. They're literally the yeah. game sounds. And most of the characters, like the enemies, are the actual names of the characters, like Moblins. Yeah, and, uh, I was, I was, you know, whatever. That, so anybody that's played anybody that's played uh, Zelda. And that has actually had a had a look at the instruction booklet in that original Zelda game, and has looked at the enemies' names. They're all ridiculous names. Yeah, Stalfos from Skeletons yeah. or whatever, Gibdo or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. Octorok and, yeah. and Moblin and and uh, Empty. What was it? Empty Suit. Yeah. Well, uh, the yeah. name of um, the dragon from the first boss in Zelda is uh, the one that with the map looks like an eagle is uh, Aquamentis, and he's actually in uh, ep- the. Eighth episode of the show, but it's weird because spoiler alert, he's the main enemy in the first episode. The way he's animated, this big giant green dragon, he's the enemy in this first episode. But they don't call him Aquamentis. That's actually the name of a character that weirdly animated in the eighth episode. Yeah. Um, so let's say, let's dive into the first episode. So the first episode, like you said, is called The Ringer. The plot of this episode is that is basically the, the plot is just that Zelda is is. Judging an amateur magician contest, right? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the plot of this episode is everyone's a pervert because none of the men wear <laughs> pants, and everyone apparently seems to be looking to get some. Uh, Link is is up on the balcony looking down Zelda's shirt. Two minutes. Uh, two, two minutes, minutes in. into the two minutes into the episode oh of a God. children's show, he said Link Link starts the episode by complaining about. Uh, complaining about basically living in a castle. He's like, why am I living in a castle? This is boring. I used to be an adventurer. I used to do stuff. I used to be this really action-oriented guy. What, what the hell am I doing here? Sleeping in a bed with pillows. With no pants. With no pants. 
And then he looks out the window and he sees Zelda in a certain state of undress. Zelda, by the way, is the only one wearing pants in this show. She is. Both it's metaphorically and, and figuratively. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zelda's kind of a kind of a bee. Uh, Zelda I, is I, a complete bitch. And, and I'm not She's really a bitch sh- in a cock tease. And I'm not really sure why Link puts up with her. Um, she is really kind of an annoying character to watch. And, and I found myself in almost every episode actually rooting for Ganon. Um, <laughs> like, I just wanted this world to end already. I, I kind of felt bad for Link. The The fairy in this show is called Sprite with a Y. Oh, I wrote it wrong the whole time yes, in my you, notes. You did write oh, it wrong. Because, oh, source material, I'm sorry. Because why not write it with a Y? Yeah, she ends she's up, a lady. She is is a super perv too. Everyone um, in the show is a perv. That's that's the 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 show is disturbingly perverted for a child for a children's show. I mean, what's the what's yeah? The, there's a lot of like weird. St- I mean, yeah, there's just in a the, lot of in weird your research. Stuff. Did did you know? Did you figure out what the age range it was for the audience in the show? I think like, it's like they, I, I I mean, for most of these shows, the age range that they're always going to market to is like between five and twelve. Yeah. So we're not really saying like. An age in which it's appropriate to be like trying to, to peek in on somebody while they're taking a yeah, bath. And this was the, well, um, you know what? There were plenty of there were plenty of eighties movies that incorporated peeping tom type behavior. So maybe maybe they were just sort of shooting. Yeah. Their, well, okay. So, I mean, so she, Back to the Future. That's right. How the movie started. It, it could be. Um, so okay, Zelda's hosting this uh, wizard part, this uh, wizard competition or whatever. Ganda decides that that is his chance, and he disguises himself in the worst disguise possible <laughs> with a trash bag. So it's basically Ganon, but like full pig face and everything else, and his weird skull. Cap and no pants because Ganon doesn't wear pants. Well, either. he's wearing a big dress. It's fine. He's, he's wearing. Wear- he's essentially wearing a muumuu. He, he yes, he is. He's wearing a <laughs> muumuu, and then he he's wearing this, and he puts on a like a like a trash bag. Uh, basically, is what he wears to like try and get in there. So there's there's this fight scene um, that's actually not poorly animated. I mean, the thing is, is most of the animation in the show is is not super choppy. Our last episode was Turtles, and I found the action in Turtles to be. Pretty good, but this this show I think exemplifies the kind of lazy animation style that was so rampant in the shows at the time. Let's pump it out to produce. A oh toy. yeah, no, and, yeah. And, and it's um, it's it's a it's a product of trying to get a product fast, quickly. They want to get that they want to get that product quickly, and they don't yeah. want to spend the time to do it to do it well. So right. So then they do shit we- happens. Yeah, all and then the they they make up weird stuff that had nothing to do with anything, like the Triforces mm-hmm. talk. Which is really in weird. rhyme and rhyme, yeah. Why I don't know. Um, does the does the Triforce of Power ever talk? Because I always hear the Triforce yeah. of Wisdom. Talk. So the Triforce of Power actually talks in this episode. Oh well, that but does. from then on, it's only the. <laughs> I got you, bitch. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> so the Triforce, uh, it's all, the power one only talked in this episode. So is it like a nasty voice? I can't even remember. It's like a deep kind of. Like weird voice, like transsexual voice, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, not gonna hey, judge. Baby. Maybe, uh, yeah, it's kind Ganon, of Ganon. Why don't you? Uh... Yeah, and, so and Ganon's voice itself is also really weird. It uh, does this thing, <laughs> and it's like up and down, like yeah. kind of sing songy, but for no reason, but with like a weird digital component. So essentially, Ganon comes and they fight him off and fight his dumb dragon that I already mentioned. Okay, um, hold on, like what, about the dragon, about the dragon. So Ganon has his. His minions, the Moblins, the Staphos, the Octoroks, yeah, all the stuff all that... Yeah, yeah. Ganon has, if you've never seen the show, Ganon has this giant magic fishbowl. Of shit. Of, of smoke and magic and whatever that in his That he ends lair. up sometimes too. Yeah. yeah. So 
all of his little minions, all the enemies that you would encounter in Zelda, live in that thing. And he pulls them out with his magic, and he sends them out to, to go get Link or do whatever he needs to do, trying to get the Triforce. So he uses these guys all the time. He uses the Moblins, which, which prove to be super ineffective almost 100% of the time. The Staphos, the Moblins, the whatever he sends, the little spider guys, the bats. He sends these guys all the time, and they are super ineffective. And then in this episode, he takes a lizard, a little lizard, like a regular plain old grass lizard. It's like, you know, a couple inches long. And he uses his magic to turn the thing into a gigantic freaking dragon. And, you would th- and then the dragon actually does a, a pretty good job. And, and I'm would- thinking, why the hell does he use the moblins? Why doesn't he just go into the forest and get some shit out of the grass and be well, like, and I here, was, attack him? I was wondering, why doesn't he go out, get a bunch of moblins, and just use them to collect a, like, a shitload of lizards? And like just Butterfly be like, nets and, and shit. And like, boom And then like, cast his weird magic on these... On these lizards, and then just send like a like a big army of them. Well, then the show would have only been one episode long, and we would have been happier for it because yeah. we wouldn't have gotten through. The and Ganon would have won. <laughs> I would have been so happy if Ganon won. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> by the way, before we just, get off the topic of Ganon, I like his ADD teleportation when he's in the. I was just gonna say that. So he can teleport anywhere, but he never... Only te- only in the underworld. He says that. His teleportation doesn't work as well up up top. Doesn't work as well, but why not just stay up top and practice until you're fucking good at it? Well, because then the episode... The show would have only been one episode long. Uh, plot holes. Uh, so many plot holes. Uh, so... The, the, there's a Stalfos fight, and I thought that that wasn't animated poorly. Those, those are the um, those are the skeleton guys. Yeah, okay, the skeleton guys that have the weird uh, chest plate. Yeah, um, and and so Ganon rides on a, a Lodor, the the giant beetle thing that he that he rides. Wait, 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 is that that's episode two, isn't it? Oh, you know, I you're, think you're, you're right. skipping ahead, Mister Ran. Right. So, so I'm gonna just just go out and finish this uh, first episode here uh, with an excuse me, princess count of three. So. They use it three times. Well, okay, um, before, we, before we get out of the episode, I, I just want to say that one of the things that I noticed is that Link, in the episodes, in, in, the, in the entirety of the episodes, Link is a badass. He really, truly is a badass. He, he's acrobatic. He kicks ass. He right. takes hits, and then he, and then he deals them back out. Right. He, and he can block, and I mean, he, he dodge, and he bow and arrow, and Yeah, he does, and he does whatever. And... I mean, it's not just him blasting with it. So, Link, if, if you've never played the game, when you're at full hearts in The Legend of Zelda, you shoot uh, like an energy blade out, and it attacks farther. When you get hit once, it's just the, just the sword. So they take that to... They take, they take that to the nth level where the, that's what he, he does. He has a magic sword that shoots blades. And he doesn't just use that. You would think that he'd just stand there and spam like... No, sometimes like he, he swipes that out. Man. Yeah, and he'll actually fight. And he is, he is legitimately a badass. Like, he's a hero. I counted throughout the all the episodes that I've watched. And, and in every episode, every time he uses a sword, each enemy that he hits is killed in one hit. Oh yeah, and even even the big dragon wasn't it only killed in one hit? Yes, one hit. And so, to be fair, all he has to do is just sit there and spam his sword, and he could kill everything. He can even get Ganon because Ganon is done in in one, one or two shots. Yeah, I think it's three. They always yeah. whenever they fight, yes. like he'll shoot him, and then well, he'll be that's, like, "That's the video game rule of three. Yeah, because that's which, the Nintendo rule. That is the Nintendo rule of three. Mario, Zelda, all of them. It's a rule of three. So yeah. well, so and then when people when people do die in this, when when enemies die, like they no, go back to the glass yeah, jar. Nobody dies except for the except for the magical creatures. But they don't really die. They just end they up don't. back. They, in yeah, the, they in just the pot. they poof, and then they yeah they're back in the genie bottle. Yeah. Yeah, his weird uh, fishbowl genie bottle. 
So um, the, the the basic thing, like if we if we had to boil the first episode down into a couple points, it's that sadly this is the best episode. It it really is, which is awful. And so the first episode, Link Link is a complete pervert. Which it's it's a weird dichotomy where he is this badass hero that is the savior of Hyrule and the hero of the princess, whatever. But he is he is a complete and total fucking pervert. We'll find out later in later episodes he is a borderline sex offender. Yeah, he kind of is. Um, and Sprite is not that much better, except her affinity is for Link. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sprite. I mean, things. I guess I'm. Sh- <laughs> I I am. I have not looked it up, but I am a hundred percent sure that if we went out and we we did some image searching, we could find some fan art showing the two of them together. Rule thirty four, yeah, in full I, effects. Yeah, rule thirty four. I'm sure. <laughs> I, please don't send them to us. No, um, don't, don't. Please, yeah, please don't. don't. That would be at uh, childhoodremastered at gmail dot com. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> Sean's phone number is no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, um, so, so there's three excuse me princesses. So we'll get to the second episode here is called Cold Spells. Cold Spells. The first thing I wrote down for this episode is Zelda is a cock tease. Like she gets Link to do stuff that yeah, she wants. I, I, I kind of that was my first that is my first uh, uh, thought that I thought of too is that is, is and not just that but she seems to capitalize on his horniness. Oh yeah. No, it's <laughs> she she's a she knows what Link wants and she absolutely uses it against him. Yeah, and so in this episode, she wants basically the whole premise of the second episode is she wants Link to be a maid, and uh, Link decides he's going to be lazy and fake sick. So this is this is uh, this is something that I noticed is a trend in the um, in the series, is that they live in a big giant they, they live in Hyrule they live in a big giant castle right, but it seems like the only people that live in the castle are Link, Zelda, Sprite, and occasionally and, her dad, and sometimes the king. And nobody else. Uh, maybe the king is off rule thirty four some moblins. Oh. That's probably where he's at. So whenever they need, <laughs> like, like in this episode, it's a cleaning episode. It's just, it's your classic spring cleaning. Right. Like, she's a princess who has no help. Yeah, she's yeah. a princess that has no subjects. Yeah, that's also kind of. Weird. <laughs> and, um, and so she takes her protector, who's supposed to be guarding the Triforce, and says, "Here's a fucking mop. Clean up the fucking castle." And then hands the little tiny fairy a bucket and says. Hey, use your magic to clean the fucking cat. What the? F- you, you know, you would think that she would like utilize, especially as a princess. You would think that she would utilize her resources better, but she doesn't seem to do this. And I and I I'm really confused why. You know, she so Link decides to fake sick really poorly. I might add, and so Ganon decides. Link being sick is his magical, like, best time to steal the Triforce ever. And this is where he rides the giant cockroach, uh, which is called a Lodar. Um, and th- that cockroach is in um, Zelda II, uh Link's Adventure. And so uh, Ganon ends up uh, putting his magic on Sprite with a Y uh, that messes with her magic. So when she, like, tries to clean uh, using her magic, it casts spells on all of the uh, mops and brooms and stuff that... Uh, uh, they're trying to clean with, and essentially the main fight of this episode boils down to them fighting cleaning equipment. Um, yeah, I, I wrote down at uh, somewhere on here. I wrote down that um, basically it turned into Fantasia. They stole this bit from Fantasia. The freaking yeah, I mops they, dancing around and they, and yeah. causing a problem and and whatever else. Yeah, and I think that they. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Uh, we're 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 having some beer, by the way. What are you drinking? Hold on. <laughs> what is this? Uh, Clown shoes, space cake, double IPA. Sounds good. So uh, you know, I just don't understand. Like you would think that the writers would be like, 
you know, kids are really not going to be that interested writers, in watching them. Writers? There's one writer. Uh, yes, it's a dartboard um, and a drunk guy sitting in a basement, probably. If, um, if at least that's what it felt like. You know, I, I have to add, by the way, that my two-and-a-half-year-old, uh, who was not all that interested in Turtles, seemed to love the shit out of this show. And I don't understand. Well, it's very flashy. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of bright colors. It's very flashy. There's, um, she's now walking around the house saying, "Excuse me, princess." Um, let's let's give this a try here. <laughs> I saw that face. You didn't see nothing. I saw that face. Mm, that's great, actually. Yeah, you just you would think that they would decide to come up with something better. It, this is just lazy writing. So this is the episode, by the way, where Zelda gets the boomerang and bow and arrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and in the in the game or in the show, they explain they explain how um, Zelda and Link are able to well, Link at least anyway is able to hold as many things. Yeah, they as show he can. stuff like shrinking and stuff. In it his shrinks pouch. down into his little magic pouch of holding. Yeah, which is you know, I mean, that's kind of cool. It's cool. Yeah, I can get on board with that. It's like that's a great way to explain that. Um, I, you know, Ganon actually gets the Triforce, so Link and Zelda decide to like chase him down and then take a shortcut quote down into his lair. The underworld, but just, the underworld, yeah. yeah. So what I don't understand is, is why haven't they done this before? You, you know, and why don't they do it after? They're always like, I know there's an entrance around here somewhere. And like the entrances every, are everywhere. They're everywhere. But in this particular episode, they knew an exact shortcut to the underworld. In this episode, so you know, you would think that they would distract Ganon and do something, and then use the shortcut, or hell, that that Ganon would use the shortcut. But no. nobody's. This is the only time when they use it, and I don't understand why. I, I wrote down at this point that Ganon was the master of magic and exposition because he sits there and goes, "If I get the Triforce, I'll rule Hyrule." <laughs> yeah, and his voice is pretty irritating, but I still can't help but root for him to just destroy Hyrule. Well, point. well, given given the alternative, the ineffective rule of Princess Zelda, or no, not even. Have we been introduced to her father yet in this? No, no. Okay, this, so uh, the next you will come to find out that her father is completely inept when it comes to ruling. He is uh, to everything. He is he is essentially a inbred monarch, and, and he is uh, well. I, I don't want to get into that. Do yeah, we we'll, we'll get there later. later. Yeah. Um, you know, we skipped something over, and I wrote down. Oh, that... uh, they fight Goma, by the way. The the famed uh, Zelda. Um... Oh, with the eyeball. Yeah, yeah. Wait, before we get there, I wrote down in the beginning. That I wanted to know why the writers decided, writer, the writer decided to take Link. The dartboard? Yeah, the dartboard. The dartboard decided to take Link, the hero of time. Well, I mean, before this, he wasn't the hero. He wasn't the hero of time yet. But no, he was they, the, they, they the want, pervert of yeah. time. Well, I wanted to know why they, they decided to take Link, who is the hero of this game, the hero of the story. Basically. And they turned him into a complete scumbag. Someone that's like, I don't want to help, so I'm going to lie so that I don't help. Like, you take someone, and, and that's something that that's something that I noticed. Or, like, is, he also does stuff where he'll say, like, oh, I'm going to help uh, if I get a kiss. Every episode's about, like, getting a kiss yeah, or, like, that, whatever. Yeah, that's his motivation yeah. is he wants a kiss, which I'm assuming that kiss was uh, late 80s for uh, Come um, On Bangarang. Yeah, that's that's but, what I was thinking too. But they, they took this they took this 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 hero and they made him like I said, they made him a complete scumbag. And I don't understand the purpose of it. I mean I guess I understand the the the, the practical purpose where it, com- it creates conflict. But 
there are so many other ways to do that besides well, taking the hero of the story and making him a liar, making him lazy, making him a pervert, making him... I wrote down, and I can't remember. It's pissing me off that I can't remember. I wrote down that um, Link tries to rape Zelda in this episode. Uh, in this episode? Uh, Where he, like, he, he tries to... He basically tries to... If I remember correctly, he tries to, like, force a kiss on her. Oh, well, he's, he's, he tries that several times. Yeah, well, this is the first instance of him, oh, like, okay. oh, let, like, hey, Zelda, and he tries to kiss her, and she's like, no! I think, to be honest, I probably just didn't even, I just, it washed over my brain um, as I was kind of sitting there massaging. Uh, Whoa, my, what were you massaging there? Um, my, my annoyance. Oh, uh, <laughs> You know, in the, uh, first, in the first episode, going back to the first episode, the very first scene is a, there's it's Zelda in, or it's Link in bed, and he's got a picture of Zelda on the wall. And the first thing I wrote down is how many times a night does Link, does Link whack it to that picture of Zelda? I, it's not something I really want to think about. And I, and with Sprite <laughs> able with Sprite able to fly, how many times does Sprite then peering in on, through the window? How many times is Sprite helping? I yeah, it, 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 <laughs> we're, it just, we're going down a dark road. Yeah, that's a really yeah. So the next episode. Uh, by the way, want excuse me, princess, in this episode wait, only wait, wait, the wait. one in the intro. Um, <laughs> I wrote down. I don't remember Link cleaning shit in the game because that was the end of the episode. He had to actually clean some. The shit. only thing that I can think of remotely similar or close is that he had a net. Oh, uh, but that was in later games. This so. okay. This was the first episode where they were literally, literally, and I don't use that word incorrectly. They were literally within arm's reach of the Triforce of Power. Half a second to grab the damn thing. And she and, gave up. And she goes, we got to get out of here. Let's go. Or, or maybe Link said it. One of them said, we got to go. Let's get out of here. And they, it's, it's two yeah. feet away from them. Yeah, there's like they rocks. Go, no, we can't do it. There's like rocks falling in there. They're like, oh, I need to leave or whatever. And, and then I'm thinking like, you see the rocks start to fall after like a couple seconds after she left. And I'm thinking like they had the time. She could have just been like, this, this, this becomes, this becomes like I said, like it's like a running theme. Yeah, in the, in, like in the first, like I said, in the first episode, it would make the show one or two, it would make the show one or two episodes long because, Oh, now we both have, we have two, both the drive forces and we're good. We yeah. It, the problem could have been solved in the beginning. So, um, yeah. so this episode ends with link cleaning, and, and I believe, everyone laughing. Yeah, and, and then that's it. So ba 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 ba, and then yeah, and then it's and then it ends. So the next episode. By the way, by the way, these episodes are only about fifteen minutes long. Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes they feel. The next episode, I was, I really did not enjoy that much, but it, it was, it was pretty terrible. It was, it was actually about the internet. It was called the White Knight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was, Jesus. and it was, it actually wasn't. It actually. Kind of is. Yeah, yeah. when you think about when you think about Internet White Knights, it's Yeah, no, it was very yeah, it was pretty on point. And so White Knight is Prince Facade from Arcadia, something that we don't really ever Prince Facade, like they're they're not even being subtle about this shit. Prince Facade. Yeah, exactly. From with a V, but Oh it's it's Facade? Oh man, I I heard Facade and I was like, Oh, so he's fake. I get it. But I mean I got the play on it. I figure it's facade, but From Arcadia. Is he from another game? I don't know. I, I you know the only thing that I notice is that the tabard that he's wearing very much because I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft. Um, Nerd. Um, it's all right. I was playing Diablo earlier. I'm I'm now free of my my uh, subscription for several years now. Um, it's funny that subscription and addiction are both they both sound the same. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Uh, <laughs> but it's because his, Blizzard bought the rights. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, his tabard though looked like the tabard from the Argent Dawn. 
that was my my little uh, my little nerd moment there. Oh, um, so the first thing I the first thing I wrote down in this in this episode is that everyone in Hyrule is magical. This is the magical world of Hyrule. Zelda Zelda uses some magic to tie up her flipping hair. She uses magic a lot. In fact, if she's got an entire kingdom of magic users, why doesn't she create a magic army that goes and storms? Why does she need Link? I know. Right, make a ward or something. Yeah, there's just a lot of uselessness. Uh, the other thing too is like the horses are really weirdly drawn in this episode, uh, in particular. Um, they, they have these like really long bodies that I know like they're magic horses. No, but it was like they had for the length of their body, then the neck was too short and the legs were it just they have magic digestion. The systems. proportions were just really oddly drawn. Like I don't know what happened. Like maybe where was like, this animated? Was it animated in Japan or Hong Kong? Uh, I think it was in Canada, um, so it should. They been don't have horses in Canada, so I, I assume that they don't know how they to. They should draw. have prefaced it with an apology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just it the was prime just, minister of Canada is in the front of every episode, and he just goes, "I'm my, really sorry, yeah, my friends. I'm really sorry about what you're about to see." So. Here we go, <laughs> Legend of Zelda. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, it would have made. I'm sorry me, to all of our Canadians. I would have felt a lot better. I'm not. Um, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there seems to be this like complete disregard for continuity with the game, um, well, the, other the, than the sound effects. Yeah, the, the uh, uh, one thing to note about these about these episodes is this show is one hundred percent episodic. One thing does not trans one one at least so far one in one story theme anything doesn't transfer from episode to episode. They are self contained little fifteen to seventeen minute balls of story, and once the story is over, that's it, and it goes to the next one. Other than other than uh, Zelda trying to protect the Triforce and Ganon trying to get the Triforce, at least so far they haven't referenced anything that happened in the previous episode. Yeah, they don't really. I mean, there's no like, there's no continuity. Uh, but you know that's pretty common for kids shows th- at this time. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there's also no continuity with the lore. Um, there's oh, just yeah, like yeah. just weird stuff completely made up. Yeah, so the White Knight comes in, and he's like, uh, he saves them, or whatever, by the way, from some I, bad I, guys. But, but he's like a big wiener. Well, but he saves them from an Octorok, which, in the game, the Octoroks, they're like the octopus-looking things that shoot yeah, rocks. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And uh, the first thing I said, holy shit, Octoroks are a lot more fucking menacing in this show than they are in the game. Yeah, like they could go on land and crawl on walls. And they're and, like, huge! Like, just use an army of Octoroks. I mean, I, I didn't get that. Yeah, so. it's scary shit. So again, uh, Ganon not wearing pants, uh... Seems to have his hideout move in every episode. I don't know if you noticed, but like the animation inside is always different. And then the see, I don't my my what I'm thinking. My theory is that Ganon's underworld quote hideout actually isn't a singular place with multiple entrances. It's it just, felt like it's it, just death. It just felt like it moved. Like he would just pick up and pack up and move to another hideout. Like he oh, had multiple I mean, he, hideouts. He has move. that teleportation power down there. Maybe yeah, he the just only thing around. that was consistent was like his throne room always looked the same, but the, the colors were different. So either, again, it was either lazy animation or it was purposeful. I, I, in that case, I don't know why, but I felt like maybe it was purposeful because it seems so stark. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is the episode where uh, Sprite tries to sneak in and see Link in the bathtub. She doesn't even need to sneak in. She actually gets in and she hands him a towel and, and Link takes a second to realize, oh shit, I'm naked. Sprite, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, she, and she's like talking about like like how the, the view is much better from here. and like I wrote down that Sprite wants Link's nuts. Uh, and you know what? I don't blame her. Rule 34. I'm sure <laughs> there is plenty of Link on fairy... If you, to, if you go to Sean's Facebook page, no, <laughs> no. Um, but no, 
Uh, I <laughs> before we get there, that was this is this is the episode, the first episode where we get to meet Zelda's father, the, the who king. also is not wearing pants. And the first thing I thought of is if anybody's ever played the old CDI games, which I'm sorry if you have the old CDI Zelda games. Yeah, the first yeah. thing I thought of when I saw him, I thought, Link, my boy. Yeah, I, I think it's actually. <laughs> I don't know if it's from that or if if they got one from the. I'm not sure how that worked. But, I don't know either. But, but it was like copy and paste. Yeah, it was kind of weird how that was. Um, I mean, it's so you know this this guy comes in, this knight comes in to like save him, but he's kind of a weenie. I mean, he doesn't really do anything. He uses a crossbow, and it pissed me off because. Because whenever... It's only with the crossbow so far. All the magical weapons that shoot magical beams, like in the Link's sword... And the, it's a beam. And the, and the bow. The bow is fine because you pull back the string and then an arrow appears and you shoot it. But the crossbow pissed me off. Because instead of using a crossbow like you'd normally use, which would be, you know, shoot it like a gun using right. the trigger, what they would do is they'd hold the crossbow and they'd pull the string back and with their finger and, and then a, and a bolt would show up and they'd let it go. Like he's strumming a guitar Yeah, big boom, big yeah, boom. It, you know, it reminded me of the old Disney uh, Re- uh, Robin Hood cartoon movie. Uh, oh, the, 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 the rooster at, at one point is... I, I, is the only, you, you mean I, it's the only wh- good Robin Hood movie. Uh, you don't want to talk about Kevin Costner's Robin Hood? I'd rather talk about Carrie Elwes' uh, Robin Hood. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> before we go down that rabbit hole, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it kind of reminded me of that. You know, it's like playing the guitar and shooting arrows with it. Or oh, whatever. no, 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 I know what you're talking about because yeah. he, he shoots it with his guitar. I got yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, the rooster got you. does, yeah. But, so yeah, the, there's, like, this off. puffy pirate shirt that Link wears to, like, try and impress her. And oh, really dress like just, a fool. It can only really be described as a, a weird puffy pirate shirt uh, with a large bow around his waist while wearing a fern on his head. And, okay, so in this episode, Link realizes that the White Knight is, like, that Zelda is falling for this White Knight guy. This yeah. White Knight facade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and he's pissed because he wants and, he wants some of that Zelda Putin. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so he gets this outfit that he has, apparently, somewhere. He gets this outfit to try and impress her because he thinks that's what she wants. But my question is, is... Where the hell has he worn this outfit at, other than this? Nowhere. It's probably just stuff he's picked up from Moblins. But, <laughs> I, it could be. Uh, but but he wears this to impress her because he know, he realizes that that's what she likes about, you know, he's prim and proper and dresses well. And, so why not try that more often? So, so he shows up, yeah, he shows up in this outfit, and Zelda takes one look at him, and she fucking laughs at him. This is the protector of the realm, the person that saved her life countless times up until this point. And she goes, what the fuck are you wearing? She just busts out laughing. She's like, you look like a fool. And well, to I, be fair, he does. Well, yeah, I mean, he does. In Zelda's, in Zelda's only defense, he does look like a fool. So uh, all I could think of was like, Zelda is a complete and total bitch. And Link is totally justified in being pissed off and storming out. Because he shows up, he's there for two seconds, they laugh their asses off at him, and he storms off. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah, you know, and he's pretty dismissed. Uh, he's dismissed pretty much all the time. So, I mean, it, it wasn't that unusual. Uh, you know, I don't even remember. I didn't even write down. I, I kind of zoned out on this episode. It was pretty It was pretty terrible, in my opinion. But, I, you know, I, so honestly, I don't even remember how it ended, but I can take a guess. I, I'll tell you how it ended. Let, let's let's go through it. Let's so, let's relive the the magical moment that so, I apparently blocked from my brain. What happens is Ganon somehow. Let's just say, I mean, I don't remember all the parts of it, but Ganon Ganon sends a squad of guys um, to go capture the Triforce. No, to go capture Zelda. 
yeah. goes to kidnap deci- Zelda. He decides because to he use knows the- he knows he knows Vasad's weakness that is he vanity is, is vanity. Right. So I remember that. Yeah. He sends, and I can't remember what the actual enemy is called, but it, the fish lips one, the one that the the one that uh, oh with a Z, uh, the Zamora. Yeah. Zamora. Oh well, it's from yeah, it's from all the other Link games from N sixty four. Yeah. So he sends a Zamora after him, and well, as well as an, a bunch of other ones. And the Zamora grabs Zelda, and um, Link is pissed. He is pissed off, and he leaves. He does a superhero exit out of the tallest tower. Um, after Zelda yells at him or yeah. laughs at him, he's like, "You know what? Fuck this shit. I don't need this bitch. I don't I'm need this castle. I'm yeah. going back to living on the land." Blah blah blah. He rides away on his horse with a long body, and I have to. I, this cannot be mentioned. <laughs> If you know what I'm going to say, so in all of Zelda Dumb, Link's horse is named Epona. Epona, Epona, however you want to pronounce it. It's E P O N A. Horsey. His horse, that's the name. Everybody in this show has weird, weird ass names. Stalfos, Moblins, uh, Ganon, L- Zelda, Link. I think the I know- horse's name is fucking Karen. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I know where you're going with this. I couldn't remember the name of the goddamn horse. The horse's name is Karen. That's not a name for a horse. It's, I mean, it's barely a name for a person. It's It's an okay name for a person. But for a horse, it's a weird fucking name for your horse, especially in a fantasy like <laughs> video game cartoon show. I mean, let's go, Karen. We don't need them anymore. Yeah, and he goes riding off on Karen, and then he ends up hearing her uh, screams or something. Yeah, right? no. So, so he's pissed, and he rides off, and he storms off, and he's riding off on a goddamn horse. So he's, he's however many kilometers away, miles away. I don't know what it's fucking Japan. So who cares? So he's riding away, and then. The enemies attack, and to his credit, the little credit I'll give him, Vasad actually tries to protect the princess, but he gets overwhelmed, and the uh, Zamora grabs Zelda and storms right. off, and he goes to chase. Somehow, Link, however many fucking miles away he was, hears Zelda scream. Yeah, from like half a mile away. Uh, yeah, maybe more. Maybe more, yeah. Here's Zelda scream. Well, I mean, I guess it's okay, because they're the only four people that inhabit Hyrule. Yeah, so, so it's probably maybe sound travels. I yeah, don't know. It's like the ocean. So he hears Zelda scream. He goes, "Oh no, Zelda!" And he like turns around. Yeah. He goes to chase her, and uh, Vasad is following her. And the Zamora is just sort of hooked her over the shoulder and walking her into the swamp. And as soon as he gets into the swamp, Vasad's like, "Whoa, whoa, um, dirty in there." Yeah, I'm good. It's been fun, Zelda, but. I'm not getting these boots dirty because uh, you're getting kidnapped. So, uh, peace. See ya. And when he gives up, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Link comes riding in. Like triple flips in and he attacks and Saves he ends the day up saving her. Right. <laughs> he's actually, so Vasad, before we get there, Vasad is actually, he's pretty glib about the fact that Zelda is either going to be captured or killed. Yeah, he seems he's kind being of. captured and all, yeah. probably will be killed. He's just like. Well, Zelda, and I'm not exaggerating at all. He's like, well, Zelda, I mean, it's been fun, but, but uh, yeah, there's mud there, and uh, this whole thing is not going to happen. I'm not going to get this dirty. So, um, best of luck to you with the Zamora and all, but bye. And then he just chills there. And he just, yeah. He just, but he doesn't leave. He just, like, sits there. He just, he's, he's yeah. totally, he's totally content to watch yeah. her die. And so Link goes in, and, and I remember now, so Link goes in and he saves her, and so Link saves the day. Ganon's mad. Uh, they're all kind of like making fun of Vasad because he's a big old pussy. But this <clears throat> this ends basically with Link's mouth very obviously um, moving and Zelda talking. 
uh, which is just so quintessential for this episode. <laughs> See, uh, I, 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 I noted that it ended with Zelda giving Link blue balls. Oh, you mean every episode? Uh, but this one in particular, because he's like, I fucking saved you, princess. How about a goddamn kiss? And she's yeah. like, well, no. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how the, that's how the, the first of these three episodes ends. Uh, by yeah. the way, another uh, single excuse me, princess. So, and, um, and if you've never seen the show, it's not... It, let me, let me I know say. we're making it sound no, terrible. No, no, it's but, not, no, it's not even where I'm going. If you've never seen the show, it's not like, well, excuse me, princess... It's a very exaggerated, excuse me, princess. It's too long. It's too fucking long. It's like five seconds of bullshit that for no payoff. That you can't get back. Yeah. That's, that's five seconds of my life gone forever. There is, there, you know, the thing, what, I'm, what I was going to finish up here, because uh, I, I think this episode kind of sums up, kind of, in many ways, much of the rest of the series. It, it's just... It's just so half-ass. You know, I've seen worse stuff. I really have. This is this is not the worst thing that I've seen. It's definitely not even close to the best. It's definitely closer to the bottom, but it's just so fucking mediocre. Uh, okay, I wanna, it's so mediocre. In I wanna, everything. It's like, did they? Did anybody try? I want to say that in preparation for watching these episodes, I was going back, and anybody that is at all familiar, if not with the show, watching it, with just the idea of the show. They know that it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. I think everyone knows the show's that, not good. That it's, it's, a, it's almost a running joke that the show is terrible. Yeah. So It's iconic in its shittiness. Yeah. Which, which is it's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I am. I like watching train wrecks. But it's not exactly in that way. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like watching this shitty show is more fun because you and I get to sit here and shoot the shit yeah. and, and joke about it and I'm thinking of all the funny things that I say so but if I didn't have you there and I'm just trying to watch this with my kid who again I have to reiterate loves this fucking show um, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah no she wants more so um, you're but welcome there's no at more at least there's only 14 episodes 13 13 episodes yeah uh, thankfully that's it and I can put her back on animated Batman because that's what she's obsessed with right well, now where, where I was going is that I watched the show when I was whatever six or seven years old I probably rewatched it again when I was like twelve, and I haven't seen it since. Okay. So my my expectation of it was very, 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 very low. Okay. Be, just based off of my own memory of it, my mo- my own memory of it being awesome as a right. as a eight slash twelve year old, of it being completely awesome and and amazing, and then just sort of that nostalgia cloud that makes everything seem better, but then also. Hearing people talk about it nowadays and, and, and hearing people just shit all over it. So when I went into watching it again this time, my expectations were so astronomically low. They yeah. were so low. Yeah, you had told, yeah, we were talking about that uh, earlier in the week. Yeah, they were so low that when I watched it, I was actually like, I wasn't, I, don't, don't get it twisted. I wasn't saying it was good. But I'm like, you know what? It was better than I thought. It was better that's, than I thought it was going to be. That's a pretty low bar. Because uh, we've seen some pretty awful stuff together. Yeah, uh, I, I've. I, but that's the thing is that I set the bar. I set the bar basically on the floor. Yeah. And so anything anything higher than that bar, I was like, you know what? I, I, like I said, it's not good. Now it's not good. If and this is the thing. Hopefully this this will be cathartic for those of you out there who are thinking of going back to rewatch it. I went. Don't back, don't. <laughs> uh, it will ruin your childhood. 
Um, no, it, it, it's fun to like watch with your friends. Make it a drinking game. Uh, take a drink every time he says, "Excuse me, princess." That that will that will get you five beers in three episodes. You know what? Though? So uh, <laughs> what, what might what might not be cathartic is. Uh, <laughs> so I watched the show online. The first couple episodes, and then it, it get crapped out on me. So I, I watched the rest on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. They have all the episodes on YouTube because there's only a couple. So if you watch it on YouTube, it has all the Mario Brothers intros because this was part of the Mar- Super right, Mario right, Brothers right, Super right. Show. So it has all the Mario Brothers intros. So it has the Mario rap, which is awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even. I don't even fucking care what you have to say because <laughs> the Mario Brothers. You bite Super- your tongue. No, fuck you, because the Mario Brothers Super Show rap is my jam, okay? We're the Mario Brothers, and we're here to say that we jump and whatever, and it's fucking gay. I don't know. It's terrible. It's terrible when you I have to listen to it a bunch of times in a row. I don't and care. And then you just it's see, awesome. you see Captain Lou Bono and whoever the hell you know played what? Luigi, and they're just doing that weird dance where they're like, huh, 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 You know, we're hooked, huh, we're hooked huh. on the brothers, okay? Because that's... I So when I saw this show, I... This is not the first. Oh, the I watched this show maybe about. Is it's 2016 right now? I watched. Oh, yeah, shit. I think I watched this 2014 or uh, 2004. Is the last time that I watched this. So I was an adult. Uh, let's see. I was wow. what about? Well, you know, was, <laughs> what 21? So that was the last I time. Guess that's kind of an adult. Yeah, yeah. I was I was on those by booze and, and porn and you know whatever. So you know. I I watched it as an adult with a girl I was dating at the time, and when I went back to watch this at the time, fucking a, I was so excited. Like I was, I was I gonna like, the, I had the DVD box set. Someone bought it for me. I was gonna I don't know shoot, where it is now. I was gonna shoot my shit over, uh, like blow my load on that TV when I first found out we were gonna watch it. I was stoked as shit to watch it, and you know what happened? It was such a letdown. And and you know, for the last twelve years, when I think of that show, all I can think of is how let down I was. So when I went, I went into this with my bar on the floor, and, and you were still disappointed. And I was still disappointed. Yeah. Man, still, you, I would hate to be married to you. You are a hard man to please. Uh, well, you know, I have a pretty awesome wife. She does a good job. But yeah, this <laughs> this show, <laughs> this show. Uh, she was not super stoked for me to watch this. She kept asking, "Can you just go in the bedroom and watch it with the headphones, please?" <laughs> um, so uh, well, maybe she's not all that cool. Uh, you know, she's pretty cool, uh, but but in this regard, you know, she was right. So I, I think I think that'll wrap us up here for the first episode. Yeah, well, it's first three episodes. This is part one, by the way. This is part one. We're gonna go over the next four episodes of. Uh, it's about the first half of the season. That's what we're gonna do. So uh, yeah, this was this. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed our little trip down memory lane with Zelda, The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, the episodes only get more... Link's blue ball adventure. Uh, yeah, we only get more of that as time goes on. God, we yeah, got we a do. lot more Excuse Me Princesses to come. So uh, I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, thank you for listening. Again, if you want to um, email us, it is childhoodremastered at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's remasteredcast, remasteredcast, at remasteredcast. Um, but yeah, until next time, I've been Sean Coca. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next time on Childhood Remastered. Do the Mario, take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. Do the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario, take one step. And then again, let's do the...